and good, let's see, good, just about good noon, everybody, uh, as promised, uh, well, first off, welcome to, uh, Ryan and Brian's Excellent Halloween Horror Nights podcast, uh, I am here with my, uh, with my wife, Leah, driving down to the event, it's finally time for us, and I don't know about you all, but I am excited, I'm excited to hear about this hype list, I'm excited to get to go and experience, everything Halloween Horror Nights has to offer tonight and this week. So, uh, Leah, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm excited, nervous, uh, but yeah, excited. I feel like I didn't prepare much for this year. Gotta, uh, gotta go. You're the exact opposite of me. I've spent months preparing, <laughs> thinking about it. She has seen me on my phone every night, checking wait times, trying to come refine my strategies, but, uh, but in case this episode sounds a little bit different, we are recording this on our way down. We are on 95 South right now, so... Uh, so if you hear a sudden swearing and honking, that's yeah, why? Yeah, that, that, that is the true 95 experience. The horror of driving down to Horror Nights sometimes is just 95 and I-4, so... Uh, but don't tisk. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, you guys are here to hear a hype list. Uh, she has finally prepared it. And I have not heard it myself, so I, I've, I've stayed true to the podcast. I'm excited to hear, so uh, um, if she's ready, why don't we go ahead and start with number 10? Okay. Uh, I'm starting off with my oh, or do you least want to anticipated. Or do you want to do... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Is that your what least, you're saying? Yeah, you start with your least anticipated okay. and go to your most. Darkest Deal. Okay. Darkest is, Deal. Is my least anticipated. That just <laughs> did not sound like a concept that I was super interested in. Um, okay. I mean, and that's basically it. I'm sorry, because I know that that's pretty high on your list. Was it? I don't even remember. I thought point. it was pretty high on your list. I mean, okay, when we initially, when they were initially announced, it was pretty high on your yeah, list. Yeah, I think it's actually in the bottom five of mine now, but, uh, uh, okay. but yes, I, I need to have it on a, on a piece of paper for reference, but uh, all I remember is my uh, number one, number two, something like that, my number 10, so... Uh, it has changed so much because of all the different information I'm getting. I've seen some photos, so uh, but I'm excited for everything. But uh, so, Darkest Steel is your number ten. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's go to your number nine. Uh, number nine is Last of Us. Okay, <laughs> which is probably the first house we're doing tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I've talked to you about this before, but mm-hmm. any zombies or anything related to zombies does absolutely nothing for me. I think it is a cop-out villain. I don't like villains without motivation, where they're just kind of mindless monsters that are after you. And I feel like the clickers from Last of Us is like that. I'm sure it will be a very well-themed house, and I'm sure that's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, those types of villains do nothing for me, so that is why it's my number nine. Well, it's not overly surprising to me, because you haven't played the game... And I know you've watched, like, an episode or two of the TV show, but, like, it's not an IP that you're super familiar with, and, yeah, you well, don't even, like Well, even, like, I, I watched you play Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. And I know that the story in the first one's different, but I know the story of the first one, and so, like, oh, yeah, I like these people, but I also have to kind of be invested in what's after them. Yeah. And to me, that's not exciting And what's going to be after you tonight? And what's going to be after me tonight? There's going to be mm-hmm. some clickers and a few bloaters and... Well, actually, it's going to be pretty pretty uh, nice for you to start kind of towards the bottom of your list. I'm a firm believer in trying to start off with not the top of your list mm-hmm. and kind of get, like, something, like, mid-tier. You don't want to start with the bottom. You don't want to start with the top, but, you know, get some down there. So, I mean, it's not the, the bottom bottom, but, you know, it's down there. So, yeah. 
uh, it'll be interesting to see because I know um, there's somebody else that we talked to that had uh, no experience with it and where it'll be interesting to see with not really having much familiarity and all like mm-hmm. going into it so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, number eight us with your number eight number eight is the exorcist okay <laughs> hey, you know it's what? actually surprising because a lot of the um, the IPs are actually towards mm-hmm. the lower part of my list. But speaking the, like, like 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 you've been going for years, it's because I'm married to someone who's been going for years. So I hear you talking about it incessantly. And <laughs> gotta pick up, gotta pick up a few things. Um, no, so I've never seen the Exorcist movie, like the original Exorcist movie, and I know this is up to the new movie so I'm like okay well, no I have... one's seen it so well yes you're funny but you <laughs> obviously no one's seen the new movie um but I haven't even seen the original one so I have no attachment to this franchise whatsoever I it's a little bit higher than some of the other ones because I think I will at least be pretty scared mm-hmm. and it, not to say I won't be scared in the other ones but I'm like okay this is a concept that's probably at least going to scare me yeah um and so, from all reports yeah. so far, it seems to be one of the scarier houses of the event this year. Uh, lots of scares, and uh, like I've said countless times, I'm just looking forward to that needle drop. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Number seven is Dueling Dragons. Okay. Wow. <laughs> if, Brian, if Brian was on right now, I, I think I can hear him from Nashville. Like screaming at screaming me? Screaming in, you know, internally. Uh I can, like, peek into the future when he's listening to this and just, like, can tell his reaction already. I think it's a great concept. I can't imagine that the execution is going to be fantastic. Okay. And so that... It is definitely a high-concept house. And that's that's why. And, like, I wrote Dueling Dragons. It's not like, oh, I never experienced the ride or anything. I don't have the same attachment to that ride as other people have. Yeah. Um, but even just the concept, I'm like, okay, this is very, very high concept. And since it's at the bottom of my list, I'm like, it could blow me away. It could be incredible. They could have executed everything. But I would rather have low expectations and have them exceed them yeah. than be like, oh, this is a great concept. They're going to do everything that they possibly can to make this amazing. And then walk in and be like, oh, there's not even dragons in here or anything well, like that. And you never did Dueling Dragons, right? You, or you probably only did it when it was Dragon Challenge. If you did it. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Yeah. I never actually did Dueling Dragons. I did Dragon Challenge. You're right. Sorry. So you wouldn't have any, oh of, any of the queue or Sorry. The all of the OG Universal Parks people listening are going to turn off the podcast exactly. right now because <laughs> of me. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, no. I I guess, like, even when it was Dragon Challenge, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it was because, like, you and I were dating, but you would always call it Dueling Dragons. And yeah. So then I just always called it that. So in my head, that's what it is. Well, it's... You can't just rename a coaster. It's, it's always Dueling Evidently, Dragons. Evidently, you can, Ryan. Um, well, then they got then it got replaced. The then it got replaced by something that's arguably better. <laughs> well, okay, well, we better move on before you uh, before lose us lose us I, listeners and subscribers. So. everyone. I know. Uh, okay, I have different tastes in roller coasters than other people. I like things that are very rewritable and don't get me sick. Other people don't want that. They want the most intense experience that they can possibly have. All right. Well, so, anyway, we'll we'll move on. Right. Brian's like, we're going to cut this part out of the podcast. We're, that's what we're going to do. Just starts at number 10 and goes inside <laughs> to number 5. Like, uh, let's see, where am I? Do you technical issues? This podcast Okay, is so a- number 6. Chucky. All right. Chucky, number 6. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it's a... 
cool concept, and I and I kind of I feel like I can kind of imagine exactly what this house yeah. is going to be. Um, so that's why it's kind of like middle, okay. middle for me, where I'm like, oh, I think it's gonna be cool. Um, well, and it's in the same location that one of your favorite houses from last year was. Uh, Black Phone. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which I know is Blumhouse, but I don't count freaky. So because Black Phone was just really, really good. Oh no, accident. Not us. Someone else. Rough one, rough yeah. one. If you're on I ninety five northbound, sucks to be you. <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So that's where I'm at with Chucky. I don't really feel like I have much else to say yeah. about that, other than I feel like I know exactly what to mm-hmm. expect of that house, and I think it'll be good. Um, Yeti is my number five. All right. <laughs> that one's a little. Mm. Hey, it's, but you, you it's have, higher than a lot of these it's other ones. Than a lot of them. And you, you didn't do Terror the Yukon. You didn't do... So you have no Yeti experience. I have no Yeti experience. Well, also, I, th- I think, like, I'm also going on the ones I'd be most willing to go into yeah. first. It's what I had to factor into okay. my hype list. It's not even, like... Because, like, the idea of a Yeti, like, sounds terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. But you and I would go into houses for different reasons. Yeah. Like, you're probably going to want to go into the ones where you're like, I'm going to piss myself. That's why I'm running. I, I'm here. really hoping to hit the floor tonight. It's it's a very unique experience. Hey, so. hit the floor. Hey, exactly. I'm not gonna sing anymore because you're gonna get taken down for copyright. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to this podcast, even the copyright people. So, <laughs> but yes, if I can hit the floor, that's the dream. Is is hitting the floor? So. Uh. Okay. Um. And the next one's Doctor Oddfellows. Right, well, that one's actually fairly high compared to a lot of people's lists. Uh, can you tell I'm me excited about that one. That one sounded really, really, like, a really cool concept to yeah. me. Well, also, I have zero experience with, like, the icons yeah. of Horror Nights. So, so do this you think Dr. Be... Oddfellows is an icon? Yes. Okay. How would he not be an icon? Exactly. Okay. That's where we're just... It's just a discussion in the in the group, so... Just oh, okay. It's a discussion seems... within mm-hmm. the... Why? Some people say that, you know, he's not in any marketing material, so therefore he's not in... But I argue Then that by that logic, is Vecna an icon? It's a complicated discussion. We can okay. get to it some other time, but uh, but uh, I, I think he's an icon. Mike Aiello confirmed he's an icon. It's not even a really discussion. I would say he's it. an icon, and so for me, this would be like the first icon house, and they say it goes into kind of the origin story of Jack which I know is, like, a huge icon yeah. um, and everything. But I'm very curious. I'm not as excited about the um, the scare zones where they're mm-hmm. kind of yeah. trying to loosely thread them together. And I feel like it's a stretch. Yeah. I feel like they had some... And from all, and all from all reports so far, that's pretty much Well, and confirmed. like I heard you yeah. say, I feel like Vamp 69 was, like, one that they actually had thought out and planned yeah. out and did a lot of stuff. And they had these other loose concepts. And then they're like, oh, you know what we can do? We can have, like you know, this puppet master behind the scenes pulling the strings and we're just going to loosely make them tie together. But they didn't need to do that. Yeah. You know, but whatever. So that one's uh, my number four. Yes. Is that where we're at? Yes. Yes. That's my number four. All right. So top three. Sorry. Is it, is it circus or carnival? I think, I I think it's a circus. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just going to call it Dr. Oddfellows. Yep. So, and then number three is Universal Monsters Unmasked. Nice, yeah. I am very, very excited for that. Uh, I really liked the Monsters House last year, mm-hmm. and I think this one will be really cool. I think it'll be very, very scenic. Okay, yeah. Um, 
I feel like when it comes to the monsters houses, granted, <laughs> this is my second year going, but based on what you've told me, I feel like um, it's technically an IP, but I feel like the creative team at Universal, you know, obviously has a soft spot for like the classic monsters thing. So I feel yeah, like there's sure. like a lot of extra work that goes into the story and the theming. So I feel like it's going to be just really, really pretty and cinematic and all that. So I'm excited about that one because I did love the Universal Monsters house last year. Um, my number two is Blood Moon. Yeah. Actually. Wow, that's fairly high. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but We're excited. We just listened to the uh, Discovery Universal uh, podcast to get the backstory to it. Yeah. Did that help at all? I mean, I, it's, yeah. I mean, I en- enjoyed the podcast and it was kind of what I expected it to be, which is why when we first heard the concept of it, I was like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds really, really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to... And I have, I know that they've done similar houses in the past. Yeah. Um, but obviously I have no experience with those. So that's why it's my number two, which I know is kind of ridiculous. Because uh, I'm sure it's at like the bottom of a lot of people's lists. But it's, it's close to it. It's my, it was my number nine. So. so I'm very excited. Which leaves for my number one. Such a big shock. I gotta say this <laughs> one. I call this one from a mile away. Stranger Things. And this is no surprise to Ryan because Stranger Things season four is my all-time favorite season of Stranger Things. I have watched through Stranger Things season four like four times. I would argue that it might be like one of your like favorite like pieces of media. Probably. It's so good. Well and here's my let me launch into my whole little rant about it. Have you seen the badge that they have? I forgot to show you that. No, I haven't so you know, really like, looked you, at your any Jurassic of the Jurassic Park like badge lanyard thing that you have. Yeah. Imagine that but Stranger Things with like Vecna and <gasps> stuff like that on it. I might need it. Yeah. I might need it. I thought I looked out. at it and I thought that I might need it. I'm like, I don't even know what I would use it for, but I might need it. Oh, so I'm gonna you know. be spending some money. Um I'm not gonna be eating on this trip. So what <laughs> bring some swag. What I love about Stranger Things season four, it's kinda going back to my like how Last of Us isn't one of my favorite hypes. Like Stranger Things is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the uh Demogorgons and all that is like cool but I'm much more about the relationships between all the characters and stuff so then in season four they introduced like almost like a serial killer type villain who had motivation and had reasons for why he was doing things and pulling the strings and you know puppet master but um tisk or a master of puppets or a master of puppets if you will yeah Um, and uh so yeah, it was much more interesting to me because I love my like serial killer shows mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I love Killers of Motivation, and a lot of people compared it to like Nightmare on Elm Street, like mm-hmm. Stranger Things season four. And I I love Nightmare on Elm Street, and yeah. so I thought it was very good as opposed to just like a straightforward slasher or a mindless villain. It's like something that actually has motivation. So I love Stranger Things season four. So it's really not that big of a shock to. Ryan or anyone that knows me to think that that's my well, most anticipated well, I house. Hope, I hope that after after tonight, after this week, that it is that it, it's your number one, your favorite house. That's everything that you want. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. I've heard really good things about it so far, so I think it's going to live up to the hype. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really really good, and I'm sure we'll be leaving with a whole bunch of merch mm-hmm. and whatever. Do you have a house that you think is most likely to like either? just from like talking to people now that the event has started or learning more about things is there one that's at the bottom of your list that you think could easily jump higher i I mean i I legitimately think that uh 
Blood Moon or Exorcist could really could really jump. Okay. Um, I, now we'll see. I'm still tempering my expectations for Exorcist just because it's really difficult to make that work. I'm a big story guy, but for how scary people have said it was, I mean, they said that you don't really need the story for it, so they might have cracked the formula. So that one, I mean, that one being my bottom, really has nowhere to go but up. And then Blood Moon, after hearing the podcast, it was it, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, uh, on um, someone going was, 35 miles an hour on the highway. Um, my number nine, and you know, could she go up. Even and, that old. Um, and listening to the podcast sounds a lot more interesting to me. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I've heard great things about it. Too. It's it's near the top of a lot of people's uh, lists after going and doing it. So, it will be awesome. It's exciting. Um, any last thoughts before uh, getting your full? Because you you've been twice technically. And you did one night before, but this is your first year doing Frequent Fear. You're about to go and get the full... I'm really, really excited because uh, last year, towards the end of the night, I'd say, like, my last, like, two or three houses, I was, like, they could have been great, but I was so tired Mm -hmm. with the event. Like, I wasn't getting scared, and I was getting hit with scares, and I'd just be like, uh... (laughs) And just keep walking. It's like, I was just exhausted, so I'm excited that now that I have a pass where I can go multiple nights or as many nights as I want besides Saturday um, that I have the opportunity if at a point in the night I hit that point of like oh I'm not getting scared Mm -hmm. anymore I'm just tired it's like we can leave and come back and hit those other houses when I'm fresh and it'll be great so it's like equal opportunity for any of the houses to blow me away because that was for me also disappointing about last year is like you know we recorded a podcast talking about which ones are my favorites but it's like I only went and, and did them once yeah and so I could have hit it at a bad time not got hit but the scared you got hit by more I could have been more tired or like too anxious because it was one of my earlier houses or any of these factors but yeah you know I see why you get your pass to go multiple nights mm-hmm. like you're gonna be able to have a more fair assessment exactly of what a house is you kind of um, get desensitized yeah. after a bit and then it's it's good to go and experience things fresh yeah, you know if we do a house later on tonight that we might not like we can go tomorrow or go on wednesday and try to hit that one first i wish we could go tomorrow i know no. nope just sunday wednesday thursday and friday so and we can always throw an audible in there we will be leaving sunday Always, always do a little, little bit on Sunday if you wanted to, but no, nope. I think I'll <laughs> uh, be ready to go. I think we'll, we'll both be ready, and we'll have to hit it back the end of September. But, uh, but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. That's the hype list. Uh, this is the last podcast, as far as I know, before you guys might hear a little bit of a review from me. Hopefully, I can hit everything tonight. If not, he's gonna do it while lounging by the pool. Very likely. what he says. You'll hear Ryan sipping a pina colada yep. by oh. the pool. So we'll see if I'm able to do everything tonight. If not, then hopefully everything do uh, finish it up on Wednesday night. And, and then you might hear, hear a little bit from me. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, stay tuned.